Hey everyone, it's Michael White. And it's Anthea Morfitis, and another interesting one again today. Woo-hoo. Yes, guys, this one's actually going to be, I think all of our topics are very interesting. But yeah. specifically, yeah. this one, me and Anthea have this one as a request. Yeah. And on top of that, we actually get asked this a lot. How do you know? How do you know? It's like the, the mystery question. It's like this. It's just a very strange mystery question. Oh, <laughs> delayed yeah, reaction. That, exactly. Sorry for the delayed reaction, guys. But it's one of those rewind questions that gets asked all the time. Signs someone is leading you on. I mean, how many of you guys have been through this where it, somebody is leading you on and you don't realize it and you go and you go and you've wasted your time and then you've been led on and you're left hurt and you're left in despair or not knowing which way to you're turn with all bitter. these questions and and a lot of people are left bitter yeah absolutely and you're left with all these questions that you're not able to get answered because they led you on they disappeared they don't they don't have the time they don't want to give you the time to answer those questions so you have to work it out yourself so we want to be able to be able to eliminate this so when you do meet somebody you can find the signs to what what do you look for? How do you know? Like, you know, how do you know? I know I've fallen into the trap. I know Michael's fallen into the trap. And I can guarantee you guys have fallen into the trap at some point in your life. Literally, I've, I've fallen into the trap so many times, I get this. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I've fallen so many times because of that. Um, yeah. And if you guys have ever played The Price is Right, that's exactly what you get that's exactly what you get when you pick the wrong thing um so before we get into today's topic two things guys like share subscribe it's free if you like the channel it's free like share and subscribe for our work you know what i mean we've also give you guys a clips channel you don't want to watch us talk for an hour we have a clips channel that you guys can go and watch and you Um, can catch up there and then yeah. if you like what you're seeing and you're hearing it's something that resonates with you, then you can click the link and it'll take you to the full video. Happy day. Exactly. <laughs> so we have everything on Linktree where you guys can go and follow us and we put it in the bio below. Um, so if you go and even look on our Facebook, everything is plugged in on Facebook where you'll be able to watch the full videos. And if you're like, hey, well, I'm not a Facebook person, we have a link tree where you guys will be able to uh, follow us there as well. Excellent stuff. So we provide all the tools for you guys to engage with us. So please engage. <laughs> let us know your thoughts. On each video we do, on anything we do, please let us know your thoughts. It's really good for us to hear it. It's good for us to um, understand what your thoughts are about things so that we can break it down and we can, you know, we can dissect things and go into them, which is always an interesting thing to do. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mundo. I couldn't have agreed more. So, again, before we get started, guys, our clip channel, it's right here. You can come follow us right there. And we want to try to grow that. That's why we tell you guys, follow us here. If you don't want to watch long 40-minute videos, you can watch a shorter version here. 
And then from that shorter version, we provide the longer version of it. We provide everything on that channel as well. So with that being said, let's stop talking. Let's get into today's topic. How signs someone is leading you on. We spoke about it this morning. We did indeed. We did. (laughs) And uh, again, we don't want to go too far left because even next week we had the same topic, but how someone leads you on with words. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to discuss today is we'll start with sign number one. Are they reciprocative with their emotions? Are you the one doing all the pouring out of the emotions and they're just kind of like, thanks. That's nice. I appreciate it. Or they could also be saying what you say just to follow suit to make it sound like. So you've got to Mm -hmm. kind of be able to feel and know what's real and what's not. I think you can, it's it's quite, look, I... (laughs) I think it can be quite an easy thing if you're not blindsided by your emotions. Because if something, if you feel something and you realize it doesn't feel right and you question something, then don't question yourself. Know that that first instinct you got was real. It's true. It's telling you that something's not right here. So once people go past that and they just like go, oh, no, it's okay. I'm just being this or I'm just being that. And they ignore their own their own guidance, their own uh, their own nudges. They ignore them and go past that and carry on. And then before you know it, yeah, it goes left. I will say this: you could only get led on if you allow someone to lead you on. Well, yeah. I would say that's that's the what I mean. So allowing them. Thing. Right? Because it's so easy to point the finger to say it's them, but it's you who's staying. It's you who's continuing the behavior of being let on. And we talked about it this morning, and that's why we're going to talk about it again. Yeah. (laughs) You're giving too many chances. Oh, don't worry. They're going to come around. They're going to see the light. If they didn't see the light the first time, they're not seeing it the second and third. If you say, hey, like, you know, like, let's say you're getting to know someone and you say, hey, I want to get to know you. And they're like, yeah, that's great. But they're not like reciprocative, giving you dates. Like, hey, I can get together with you at this time, this, whenever, whatever. If they're not calling and uh, calling you as well and, um, and, and making planned dates or texting you back, you know, you're being let on. Yeah. And look, if they make a plan with you, do they show up? Because it's all making a plan, yeah. But then it comes down to the day, and they go, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm 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 still at work, or um, whatever it is." The excuse, and you go, "Oh, it's okay, it's okay," and then you let it go. No, that's actually you've got to take notice of that in itself because words and actions are two totally different things. We can speak and tell the cows come home, right? Um, but taking the action is a whole new ball game. So if somebody's saying, "I'll meet, let's let's go out for dinner," and they say eight o'clock Friday night, and this is Monday now, and in between that, you've only you've you've messaged them a few times. They've caught. They've messaged back, but it's taken them a couple of days, or it's taken them quite a while. And then it comes down to the Friday, and it's eight p.m., or it's coming up to that time. And then they message you and say, "I'm so sorry, this and this and this has happened." Then take that 
as they're not that interested. They're not no. they're playing a game with you because... Because guarantee you, when someone likes something, somebody, they don't cancel on someone. They, they don't like. cancel on you. They don't. They don't. Mm. And it's like. Because they are so attracted to your energy. Yeah. That they want to be near it as much as possible. Yeah. So them canceling uh, really deters that plan. Yes. As I can even put it into the same thing as let's say you've got a business idea and you're so excited about it. Okay. You've got, so let's just put that into the same thing as be having a, um, a partner. You've met somebody. So you've got a business idea and you're really excited about it and you plan to meet up with somebody to discuss this business idea. Now, would you not turn up yourself when you're that excited about your business idea? You're going to be the person that wants to be there because you're interested in what you've got, mm. what you're doing. So if you have an interest and a desire and a want behind it, you're going to do what it takes to make it happen. But so if the other person isn't doing that, then they're not as interested as you are. So your idea is of the relationship. So put it into that context instead like so your your idea let's say instead of a business idea the idea of this relationship is so exciting to you but the other person isn't showing up so they're not as excited as you and they're not drawn to you the way you're drawn to them so i think and i will break that down i will break that down in like a tier so there's high interest high interest means like they'll show up they call they text they make the plans they follow through Medium interest is exactly what she's talking about. They're flaky. They're like on the rocks about you. They're not too sure. There are delayed text messages. They cancel plans here and there. And then low interest is there's none of that. It takes a week to get back to you. You have to beg to spend time with them. All of these things. Where I want you guys is here. I only want you to deal with people that show you high interest. Yeah, otherwise you're wasting your time. Yes. Yes, yes, I want you to yes, do with yes. people that show you high interest. If they don't show you high interest and they're like medium and low, don't give them too much time. And take notice of people. Another another point here is when somebody is building a dream for you mentally and speaking to you about something, and they and then you're getting pulled into that, and you start to be able to see the vision with them of of what's going on. Again, it's words, yeah. So if they don't take the action and they're not doing what they're saying they're doing don't give the chances because the second you let it go the first time you've now given them that inch and guess what they're gonna take yeah what well, we spoke yours. about this yeah. morning yeah yeah they're gonna take that you give out. someone an inch they take a mile yep and if you give them another inch the second time they're gonna take another mile and they will continue to do that because you're allowing them to do that because in your head you don't want to believe that this person isn't invested in you the way you're invested in them. You don't want to believe that. And that's natural, man. Like, it's a natural Well, thing. I actually want to add something to that. You're also afraid that if you don't stick around and that you leave, some they'll go be with someone else. Yeah. But they're going to go and be with that someone else anyway one. if they're not. Oh, yeah. The time but it's the fear of loss. Yeah, but of course. But... I think if people can realize that they're going to go and do that, if they're not, they, they, that investment isn't in you like that, then it's only going to be a certain period of time before they go off and do it anyway. They're going to go and do their own thing because well, 
they're not fully invested in you. When someone's fully invested in you, they're not searching for nobody else. They're not open to meeting anybody else. I'm I'm agreeing with you. It's just I've watched a lot of people do this, is endure all the stuff that you just mentioned, but they're sticking around because they're they're hoping to be seen. Yeah. That's why they're like, what what if what if one day they wake up and I'm not there? Yeah. For them to say yes to. Yeah. And I've noticed that the fear of loss. That's why, because they're like, I don't want this person that I like to go be with someone else. They're going to do it anyways, but they would rather make themselves available just in case they do. And we've talked about it, like the emergency plan. That's what you are to that person. And we're telling you not to be. Like, honestly, don't be, don't be. I think it really is down to, again, what we said right at the beginning here is what you said, Michael, if somebody's not got that high, high interest and they're not, they're not doing what somebody's a high interest involves, then don't waste your time. And it's so easy to say that, isn't it, Michael? It's so easy to sit here and say, don't waste your time. But people do go through that. But I just, we just want you to be able to notice it sooner rather than later. So you've got an awareness of it. So you're understanding yourself. Okay, this could possibly go that way. And then at least you knowing yourself that when you, when you, if it happens, then you're not going to get like into a deep hole about it because a lot of people end up in a really bad way from these things, you know? Uh, well, they end up waiting for someone for like a year, two months, yeah, six that, months, yeah. two years. And that will affect situationships. Well, that will affect your everything else in your life. It has a knock on effect, right? Because if you're mm-hmm. dwelling on something, you're not feeling good about it, then everything else outside of that will start reflecting that because your mood, your attitude, the way you are, your thoughts are all of this like, um, why is he doing this or why is she doing that? And it questions that and uh, that are not going to keep you in a happy, good state in your world, you know? Well, you beat yourself up because yeah. you ask yourself the game-changing question, am I not good enough? Yeah. Why aren't they picking yeah. me? And that will reflect and everything it, else as well. Mm-hmm. And it's not that there's anything wrong with you. They're just not for you. And it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah. It's a tough pill to swallow, but that's why we told you with the hierarchy, only deal with people that show you high interest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I'm actually going to move on to point number two. Signs that someone is leading you on, they talk about their exes or other r- romantic people that they're interested in. Hmm. As soon as someone starts bringing up an ex, there's no need for it. Or even someone that they used to sleep with or yeah. someone that they're interested in. Yeah. Unless, Cut your loss. It's funny because there's, I've seen um, just like reality TV shows where people go in on dates. And one of the first questions that are asked is about their ex-partners. And then when the person starts speaking about the ex-partner, the person who asked the question gets really upset. But I always think, mm-hmm. why did you ask about it? And why do you want to know about their... like? Okay, you want to know a certain thing of how they, what type of person they are, or how they are within a relationship. Like, do they give them? Do they give it their all? Are they a one person? Um, are they is the word monogamous? Monogamous, monogamous relationship, monogamous. yeah. Yeah, or is it like you know you want to know those kind of things? But 
you don't need to know what we are the ex person, the ex lover was like, and how many times you slept with them, or how it was. Oh, I disagree with you, but okay. Well, I think everyone. I, I, the reason why you need to know, you don't need to know all the gritty details, no, but you no. need to know what type of relationship they had, because a lot of times, if we're being honest, usually the ex is still hovering around. Yeah, but then and you need to know that you need to know that yeah, you need but to then understand that's, that's what someone, type of dynamic. But that's someone talking about their ex. So, at what point do you? Uh, why do you need someone to speak about their ex partners? You don't. Well, put it this way: if I'm getting to know a girl, and this is why I love this show, and she's all like, "Yeah, my ex Chad is, you know, uh, we didn't work out, but he's still in my life. I still value him." All right, that's different. If it's, I'm out, okay. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, look, if so, obviously, if an ex is in the world, you need to know about it. Yeah, but I, I think that's all you really need to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know details of your relationship. That was. Well, you know what? I, I'm actually going to help you today. Actually, I'm actually going to bring some crazy. You know why you need to know about their exes? Because then you need to know their exes are going to show the type of people that they're interested in. It shows the blueprint. So, but we just so hang on a sec. So you do need them to speak about their exes. So uh, not in deep detail, but like, let's say like you find out about their exes, you know what type of people they're into. Well, you are going to be a, well, I suppose. <laughs> like, let's say they're past, right? Like, let's say they're past that you could see it. A woman's used to dating certain type of guys and you see that in her past of all the men that she's dated. You have a clear blueprint of what type of men she's interested in. What type of men hold her attention. Yeah. So what you're saying is that you say you'll be able to understand whether you're right for that person or not. Exactly. Exactly. And it works exactly for you like a woman. If you talk to a guy and he's like, and you ask him like, how many exes have you had? What have your long-term relationships been like? And he's able to like tell you like these are the type of women he's dated. You have a clear picture of the type of women he likes, and understand if you are that type of woman. Yeah, but you don't want to be that type. I wouldn't want to be the same type because they didn't work out. Oh, you wouldn't want to be the same type, <laughs> but like you understand because you're able to say, "I, I don't think I'm for you." No, like you're able to say, like, "I don't think I'm for you." I think you'd want to be able to say, I think it would be more, look, just because, from this is my side of it, just because you've dated this type of people before, you could have come to a very conscious, clear decision and a very big awareness that's not what you're going to do anymore because it hasn't worked. So you're now looking for something completely different. So that's where I don't believe in going by your past because why should I tie myself to my ex-partner say that's the type of woman I am and that's the type you of woman I go for? Because it's not. It's not the type your of point, woman I go for. Your point's very interesting, but look at this. How many people actually divert away from their plan? Not many people have those type of revelations. Let's be honest. Let's, let's pull the cat out of the bag. Most don't. Most still keep continuing to date the same type of individual, just different face. Yeah, but that's where I would be. I suppose that's where I would say there's two there's two sides to it. Because for me, when I meet somebody, like 
if he starts going and dwelling straight into all these exes and telling me I'm not interested, listen, I'm I'm a completely new person. I'm all about moving forward. I'm not about going backwards. So if you want to go and indulge in what you've done with your ex partner, don't. I'm not the person to speak to about it. Go to one. Well, I will. I will reword that. Let's say you meet a guy. And you like him, right? Yeah. You're, you're, there's some investment of interest. Yeah. You need to know a little bit of, bit of the history so the history doesn't bite you in the present. So you're not going to ask like crazy details, but you're going to ask how many type of relationships have you had? How many were serious? Well, yeah, what type people, of women were you dating? Most people just come out and say it anyway. I don't even think you need to ask. Most uh, some do, but some don't. And this is how people get screwed because what happens if you don't ask appropriate questions and you find out that they've cheated on two of their exes? Don't you think that was very prevalent information for you to know? Well, I don't think a man's going to come out and say to me, by the way, I cheated on two of my exes. Some will. Some will. Some won't. But it is important for you to know nonetheless so you can decide if you need to move on from that individual or not i'm not going to hold a woman's past against her but i've always noticed that when you look at a woman like the type of men she dates you're able to see those are the type of men that she entertains those are the type of men that she wants to be with yeah but this is sorry sorry ladies first no go on um, and I've noticed that with women that I've coached, talked to, I keep seeing them chase the same guy, the bad boy, the guy that's ignoring them, the guy that doesn't give them too much attention. And it's always the same characteristic t- traits. So that's what would be great in in this uh, this podcast in particular, if people could take away that that one thing in particular to say, if that's the type of men, I'm going to speak for women here, if that's the type mm. of men that you've been going for, then Please have an awareness and understand and really maybe write it down. Write down all the different relationships, not all the different, but write down your relationships and see the characteristics and what hasn't worked out and make a conscious, clear decision that that's not what you're going to go for. So then you can see if somebody is leading you on. You can see the red flags because you've already, you've got it written down in black and white to what the problems are. So if they do pop up, you've got an awareness there and then to say, actually, I'm not entertaining this. Like he's got the same traits as the others. It's not going to work because it's just a different person. It's, it's just a different name. There's, it's like a different face and different, but it's the same it's the same characteristics, the same. But I love that you said that, though, because a lot of girls that I've talked to, I've got them to look at that. They're like, oh, my God, the last boyfriend I dated, same characteristics as the ones from the past. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what you keep entertaining. Yeah, you get different places. You meet them, different faces, but it's the same thing. And you don't ignore the characteristics. You're like, oh, he's so amazing. He's so great. But then these huge red flags are ones from like the same type of guys you dated in the past yeah. where you ignored it back then yep. and you're ignoring it now. Yep. You can't, you've got to be, you've got to be super aware. And I think one of the, the most powerful things to do is to actually write it down so you can see it, you can read through it and actually have that installed in your brain, man. Like have it at the conscious level to know. Yeah. that. I, I, I'm glad that you said, I'm glad that you said this because it was so interesting because I talked to a few females and I literally, in the back of my mind, I was, <laughs> I was, I was laughing. And I'm going to tell you guys why. Because I asked them, what type of man are you looking for? I don't know. 
but I want a relationship. Excuse me? You want a relationship, but you don't know what type of man you're looking for? No idea. Not even like nothing. I'm like, but then you can understand why you've been failing. And that's what I said. This is why you've been failing. Because you have no idea the type of man that you're looking for. You're just going off of feelings. This is for a woman. Yep. You're just going off how he makes you feel. Yep. Right? Because women operate that way. But I'm saying you have to look for specific characteristic traits. Is he going to be stoic? Is he going to be masculine? Is he going to be a leader? Is he going to be a pro? Like you have to have an idea. It's the same thing with men. We'll do the same thing. We'll say, oh, that girl is so pretty. You know, she's robust up here. She's robust back there. She's got a pretty face. But you have no idea what you're looking for in a woman. You just like what you're seeing. Men are very visual, but you got to pull the, the, the cloth back and go deep and actually look at what am I looking for characteristic-wise. Absolutely. You've got to know, I think you've got to get to know what are their values? What do they want? What are they looking for in life? You know, one of the questions I've heard is, what's your five-year plan? You know, and if you know what somebody's five-year plan is, you can know, are you going to fit into that? And if they're like, oh, I'm going to... No, are, you fit, are they going to fit into your plan? Yeah, and, well. but if somebody, you meet somebody and you just, let's say for a woman, let's say I met somebody yeah. and he's a, let's say he's a... um I find out he's in the army. So I really like him, let's say. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, when we're together, it's all great. But then he tells me oh, I'm in the army, so I'm gone for 10 months of the year. Well, that doesn't fit my lifestyle. <laughs> I want someone who's going to be here present, not going to disappear for 10 months, because mm -hmm. it's not like I can travel with him and go and be at the army with him, and I wouldn't want to do that anyway, even if I was able to. But let's say I was able to do that. That doesn't fit into something for me because it's not something that would uh, tickle my fancy as such. So I know mm -hmm. it doesn't fit into my world like that. Yes, we get on really well. Yes, we have this amazing thing going on. However... It's not going to go anywhere. I'm not going to waste my time. Not waste your time. See you later. I think it all depends, though, because I've noticed women will accommodate for a man that they like or a man that they love. Yeah, I think it depends. And I, and I say and I say this because we see it. Look at the women who wait for men to get out of prison. Yeah, but I get that. How many? Michael, please, how many of them have actually lasted in a relationship? No, but I'm saying look at how many of them wait for these guys to get out of prison. Yeah, they, need waiting two years. they need to stop doing that. Three years. They need to, but their emotions don't allow them to because that man makes them feel some type of way. Yeah, because it's all because That's what else? Like, they've got all these words being said to them because it's good for them. And actually, it's a nice thing for somebody who's inside to have that. And, you know... In one way, it's actually well, you're actually helping someone in a huge, huge way. I would say because that person is doesn't have that connection on the outside world. So if they can speak to a female, imagine how good that can make them feel, which is an amazing thing. But he's going to go with that, and I'm not saying everyone's like. At the end of the day, no. there must they, they, there's relationships that do last. But I, I've seen through growing up how many relationships don't last and how many girls I've seen many girls that just was, will entertain that and they entertain one another. But once he's out, it doesn't 
go anywhere. It stops, yeah, because oh. the thrill, the thrill stops. Yeah, that's true. but yes, it was a good, very good thing for the person who's incarcerated at the end of the day, and it's a good thing for the woman because she's got her, you know, uh, maybe it helps her in a it's way. A thrill. It's it's a thrill for for a lot of them. But I think, um, yeah, look, you know. So yeah, we we went off topic, but it's fine. I love it because again, so that one is. Another reason how you know you're being let on is if you're dealing with someone and they're talking about their exes or flings or people that they're still interested in and you're not the one that they're talking about. Yeah. That is right off the bat, you know that they're not that interested. The attention uh, on you both. You both need to have that attention on one another and be about one another, not about what's happened mm-hmm. before or what's happened left and right. It's about you two coming together and becoming... Uh, becoming partners man yeah i would say side number three though is they treat you more like a brother or a sister Mm. like when you're out in public oh that's my friend oh that's whoever they don't say they don't say not even even like girlfriend but like they've automatically just that's my friend that's whoever like they've automatically just throwing you in there Mm. That's how you know that someone that they're not into you or that you're being let on because yes, you might be doing all the back end stuff, spending time with them, giving them an energy, gifts, whatever it is you're doing. But then at the same time, they're always going to refer to you as just that. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you keep on allowing it again and entertaining it, then you can't get upset when it's not working or when they walked away because they didn't, they didn't claim you in that sense, you know? They have- and we've talked about that yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Like if, if they're not like wanting to spend time with you, call you, talk to you on the phone, you know, pour energy into what it is you guys have. I'm sorry. You're, you're being finessed. And I think, you know, again, we don't want to keep this podcast too long because we want to save some of the good stuff for next week. People need to be aware a hundred percent when it is time to walk away. Why do people find it so hard to walk away when there's so many people on the planet that people It's because of the emotional investment. Yeah, there is an emotional investment, but I think mm-hmm. it has to have a real people must come to a realization that that emotional investment, you're either gonna drag it on for years or you're gonna go and find the person that's right for you instead of it's not gonna pay life. off because if we're being honest, we I went through something, emotional investment. You went through something. What was it? You wanted to stay because of the emotional investment. You don't we don't emotionally invest in everybody. No. But when oh. we do, there there creates a form of attachment. Yeah. So now that you are attached to this thing, even though it's not turning into a thing, you are still emotionally invested. So you have to learn to detach from the emotions and look at it for what it is and say, clearly they're not as invested as I am. They don't want it as much as I am. And you just remove yourself. And and this is where like a massive lesson was learned for me with, I know we're going to speak about words next week, but I think the sign someone is leading you on is you've got to look at their, you've got to listen to people's words, you know, what are they saying? And I, I fell into the word side of things 
Uh, well, that's why next week is going to be so important because we've talked about it. People tell on themselves. Yeah, the people t- they do tell on themselves, and it's a big sign. Like again, we'll go back to what we've said many times, and probably said it again here. It's the words and the actions must align. It, <laughs> if there's misalignment with it, you've got to be aware of it and stop making up excuses for them. Because I done it. I made up excuses. Oh, but it's because of a time difference or because of this. It's not, it's not like we said, if somebody wants to genuinely, genuinely likes you and wants to get to know you, that there, there's no excuses. There is no they don't make it difficult for you to do it. They don't, they make, don't it make it difficult. Don't. It becomes ease and flow. They make it easy as possible. Yes, easy. yes. When you ask them to hang out, the answer is yes. Tell me time and place. Yes. When They're you not- text message, yes. They are, they are, they reply within a good time frame. Yes. You know what I mean? They are very engaging. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And that is the difference. You don't have to beg. And that's what I see a lot of people do. And it breaks my heart. They're like begging this person for time. They're begging this person to, to, to be with them. They're begging them. Like, no, is that who you really want to be with? Yeah. Because even if they did give you a chance, and you're with them the whole relationship you're going to be begging for things yeah because you start off on that foot and it will continue to how it starts you got to see how one how somebody does one thing is how they do everything so if it, for example if they're going to if you message them and they don't get back to you till a couple of days later then you go and do something with them they're going to be late they're not going to there's going to be things that are going to be out of alignment at all times. You're going to have a problem, man. And I think we really need to take notice of people's words and actions. Because, look, Michael, somebody could be invested in someone, as in, like, they're on the phone to them, they're making plans, they're doing things, they're turning up. But their life is a complete and utter mess, and they don't know which way they're turning. So they're looking for you to lean on you. So you've got to... I was, I'm about to add to that. Go on. Like for number four, they only call you when they need something. Yeah. And it ties into what you just said. Yes. Need can not only be like physical, tangible things. They call because they need support. In they want way. a feeling. Like they, like they know that, they, that you make them feel good. They know that you're going to be the person to butter them up. You're going to be the person to validate them. All of these things. Or help them with certain things because... Or help them with certain things. Yes. So they know. So that's how you know you're being led on because whenever you want something, and we always tell you on this podcast, what the other person wants is important, but what you want is just as important. But if they're only calling you they because they want something, but that's like the only other times that they, when you want something, it's very like, ah, you know, I'm busy. Yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah. But when they need something, you're the first one they call. Yep. Yeah. And I've, I've experienced that. I experienced that last year, actually. And um, I, you know, I was blindsided. And then I realized, hang on, every time this person calls me, 
they want to live somewhere or they need help with something. And the second I asked for something, oh, they, mm-hmm. they were busy or they couldn't do it. They're not around. A UFO came. Yeah, like... something. Yeah, like, oh, my God, this big spaceship flew across and it just, like, burnt yep. my house down and now I've got nothing. And, yeah, like, crazy story. And that wasn't a true story, by the way. But, no, but yeah. it's fine. It's like they only call you when they need something. Yeah. So pretty much... If 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 you didn't offer that thing, they probably wouldn't talk. They wouldn't talk to me. No, and having that realization quite soon on was a great thing because you know, and I think this is what it comes down to: is yes, you might fall into it, but it becomes short and lived every time because you're able to see the signs so much more clearly from each person that you experience it. Just don't like I've learned, and I, I don't know other people. Hopefully. Are, are in that same place where the emotional attachment is there isn't a very harsh emotional attachment like that like once I've said okay I've recognized things I'm so happy to walk away that at one point I used to feel like it was scary that I was so easy to walk away but now I don't feel like that I see it completely different I know that I'm valuing myself and okay maybe before let's say a few years ago it would have lasted for 10 months and I would have allowed it to go on because I wasn't, I was giving excuses after excuses. And now it's gone down to like three weeks or two weeks or now, or I could meet someone and straight away I know. And that's it done. Like I don't have. Well, that's why I would say we need to learn just as quickly as we get attached. We need to be able to learn to detach. Yeah. And, and I think it's one of the greatest things you can do for yourself. And I know I feel liberated by that, that I don't, I can walk away and not, um, uh, not get. And feel bad about it. I feel bad. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like, it's such a free feeling to say, well, okay, that didn't happen. I've recognized what's going on in this. I can walk. And it's like, whatever I'm done. I, I, I wash my hands. And I can walk. And I think that is liberating um, rather than having it go on and on and then get yourself into a muddle, into a twist and, you know, end up in a really bad way because you feel so depressed about it. No, no one's worth your time like that. No one's worth your emotions like that. Number one is you, no matter what. You need to be good for yourself, not for anybody else. You need to be happy in yourself, not for anybody else again always comes back down to self. And I'm going to add a bonus one here. Now, I know that there's two people in here watching. Please like and share. Sh- sh- uh, I can't even talk. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. And, we're, and I'm actually going to share bonus one number five. If you guys reply in the chat or like the video, I will give you guys this bonus one right now. And the bonus one is this. You know someone's leading you on. Not even when their words match their actions, but what happens is, is they'll tell you things, but it's like, it's, it's very gray. So what I mean is this is how you have to pay attention to wording. Let's say, for example, you have, you meet someone and you like them, right? And they tell you that they don't want a relationship, but they treat you like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. They're very confused with their wording. You have to pay very close attention to that because I've met a lot of men and women that have, oh, I met this person. They told me that they don't want a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but they're treating you like that. Mm -hmm. 
They, they want to go out with you. They want to hang out with you. They're calling you, texting you, but they're not committing. They are not committing. Anytime you try to bring up, hey, you know, we've been hanging out a lot. We've been talking a lot. You know, we've been spending time together. Why don't we get in a relationship? Oh, you know, I don't want a relationship. But you're in a relationship. But you're pretty much in a relationship. Well, it's not even pretty much. This is the part where I'm glad you brought this point up because this this always intrigues me. It intrigues. Uh, it happens to a lot of people. This is this is the contradict the biggest contradiction, and I, I it's very intriguing because somebody who's doing that, Michael, it doesn't matter what their words are. They are in it's it's they're in a relationship. You can't, mm-hmm. for them to say we're not in a relationship, that's where I learn, well, walk. Because at the end no, of the well. day, you are in a relationship. You just don't want to say it. So you want to, basically, what they're saying is, I'm I'm waiting to meet somebody else. I like the benefits, but I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit. I'm waiting to meet somebody else, Michael. They yeah, oh, exactly. I'm waiting to meet someone else. Yeah. While enjoying the benefits that you're giving, yes, yeah, until the person that I really want to commit to comes along. Because then, as soon as they come along, not even a, a week's gonna pass by, and bam, they've committed. Yeah, so mm-hmm. really watch out for that, people. Like, if I would say that is the biggest one is they'll sell you a dream, yeah. And they'll tell you, well, I'm not looking for anybody. I'm not want a boyfriend. I don't want but you're a talking to me. So you must be looking for someone because if you want to. Well, you're talking to me in a Pacific way yeah. or we're hanging out or you're being affectionate. Yeah. So it's like what you're saying is you want the benefits that I offer, yeah. but you don't want to commit to me. Yeah. You're looking for something else. And when the other thing comes along, I'll say, I will walk away and not probably won't even give you an explanation. And you'll just be left there. I will say that now it came to me, they're not direct. They'll tell you one thing and do another. Yeah. And I think that is a very important thing for you to pay attention to. Their words match their actions, but that's what they said. Someone will tell you, well, I don't want a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but yet they're treating you like one. Yeah. So it's like, how can you tell me that, like, for example, I've seen it go to far lengths. A girl will like a guy and he's like, oh, I'm not really looking for a girl right now. You know, I just want to chill. But yet they're sleeping together. They're hanging out all the time. She's doing his laundry. They lay in a bed, you know, it, it, beside each other. They're cuddling. They're kissing. They're doing all the things that you would do in a relationship. But then when the person brings up, hey, look, why don't we just be in a relationship? Oh, you know, I told you I'm not looking for one. But you're having one with me. Yeah, but you duped yourself because, again, if somebody tells you something, believe them. Yeah, exactly. But it's such a big contradiction when they say, I'm not looking for one, but you're do, but you're having a relationship. You actually... You're doing relationship things. Yeah, you're do, you're, but it is a relationship, Michael. It's like me. It's like a, a, we could go even to like a, a car, a vehicle. I have a relationship with my car. Like, it's like me saying, oh, no, I don't. Well, I do have a relationship with my car because I put... I fill it up with petrol. I change its tires. I do things for it. My car can't take mm. that to me. Yeah, but if I was to say I don't have a relationship with my car, then I wouldn't be around my car. Then I don't do anything mm. for it. Does that make sense? It does. It, and that's what we always tell people, man. When they, people tell you things, believe them. But a lot of times, people hear them, but they're not listening. Yeah, they're not. They're like, I, I heard you, but yet they're still showing up. Yeah. Don't show up. Yeah, 
and then see what happens. See how much they they yeah, come to you. Show up. Leave for good. Yeah. So hopefully you guys take something away from that. Again, we're going to have our topics rolled out for next week. We're going to do the promotions on Sunday. And all we ever ask you guys is to like, share, and subscribe. Guys, it's free. <laughs> it is free. And our YouTube channel, everything is there. Link trees in the bio on Facebook. And all we ever ask you guys is to like, share, subscribe. So, again, guys, we will see you on Monday. And take care. Take care, everyone.